Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is our midweek special. Happy middle of the week, everybody. Hello, hey. Caroline. Hi, guys. How's it going? Man, it's been busy. It's, you know, when I work all weekend, you know what I mean? And it, it didn't really stop all weekend because we were, you know, doing stuff on Saturday. I had the live remote and Sunday we were recording and, and you know, we've been just busy, haven't we? Yeah. Tell um, the audience about the Parade of Homes. How cool is this? This is like you can go and check out all these different homes and, and kind of get an idea of where building's going, right? Yeah. So outside, you know, outside of the Portland metro area here in Vancouver, Washington, which is just north of the city, right across the Columbia River, they have a really cool parade of homes there every single year. And I usually go out there for a number of years. We've been out there and we do a little live event from there, which is totally fun. And they had, I mean, eight homes out there that were ready to rock. And it goes through September 25th. It's a lot of fun. It's a can, lot of fun. And it's one thing it? that I will say it's oh. interesting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, can you buy one of these oh, homes? <laughs> like, can. are they just for a show or are they actually like, can you purchase one if you said, hey, I'm going to drop, you know, $500,000. I want to get one of these houses. Can you? Oh, you're not going to get these for 500000 uh -oh. These are probably nine hundred dollars to $1.5. Bam. Bam. So this is the parade of homes. So one thing, they did have a house for sale out there that had sold already. And that was cool. It was a charity uh, that was really cool for St. Jude's. And they, uh, I think, raised about a million bucks for St. Jude's off of that house. So that was super cool. But Nice. The, yeah, so really pretty houses, really cool, lots of different styles. You know, so if you like that Chip and Joanna Gaines farmhouse look, you got that. Hmm. If you like that contemporary look, you got that. And if you want that more traditional, you know, home they actually had that this year which is not something they've done in the past so nice easy walk around there it's a flat site sometimes these sites are super hilly and for a lot of people they're hard to navigate not this year it was a lot of fun so were you waving to our fans like were you positioned like in the front or were you like hey everybody it's eric g hey yeah <laughs> we, had a, we had a little table out there we were giving stuff away and uh nice. we're just having a good time and i got to walk through the houses and one thing I did notice, which we're seeing in new construction all around, is there are serious material shortages. I mean, some of the homes, you could tell that they were ready to go, but they were still waiting. Like they had one house in the shower. It had the two shower valves and heads, so it had a his and hers set up, but they only had the valves for one, and they're waiting hmm. for parts to come in. 
you saw that in a few little areas where one of the houses, they were still waiting for the refrigerator. Nice. So it's very nice. real and honest that there's a couple things missing because of where we're at. Well, I know I, you know, I had to buy a washing machine. And so I actually took one off display in the, in the appliance store because they were telling me, you know, it could be 13 weeks, 15 weeks as it is the dryer is not going to come for 13 weeks. That's a long time, you know, especially when you got to do, do laundry and you don't want to smell. No, um, not at all. That's a long time. But, you know, like, for instance, my friend Cheryl, who I think you've talked to once, she's, uh, you know, my speaking agent that sets up all my live stage stuff. She just moved into a house in Florida in Babcock Ranch, which is that first new um, solar town that is supposed to be all solar self-sufficient. That's its own little kind of story there that I'm not going to get into. We'll talk about that in another episode. But she just bought the house. They closed and they told her it would be months before they could get to the checklist because they had to order stuff. And even though she bought a smart home, they forgot to uh, run the internet line to the house. So they literally had CenturyLink out there with cables running across the road and down sidewalks and they hardwired the house up, but nobody had dug for the, they literally forgot to put in the cable <laughs> so they could run internet to their smart home. So they had bought a smart home, but they'd forgotten to call the nice. internet company to come oh. hook it up. Whoopsie. So it's, oops. <laughs> so, you know, mistakes in construction. Um, I feel bad. She's got, uh, they're, they're doing tear out in that house right now. Uh, brand new house. They are in uh, day four, I think, of demo, fixing the stuff like the bathroom wall, for instance. They went to go hang the mirror up over the vanity and the corners of the mirror were off the wall by a couple inches because there's that much bow in the wall. So not good. You know, just not good stuff. Not good stuff. Not talking smack, but those are real stories from real people out there. Well, those are real. I mean, listen, those are themselves. real building prob problems and people think that, well, I'm just going to buy a new home. That'll alleviate any, any problems that I'm going to have. And it just doesn't work that way. I mean, half the time the, you know, I've seen so many new homes that were flooded or the humidity was high. They didn't have the air conditioning in, in time. And so they got major sweating that occurred and they had to dry out the home. So just because you're buying a new house does not preclude that you're not going to have an issue. Um, and you're going to walk in and it's going to be like, you know, perfect. And that's the way to go. You will have to do stuff. Well, and they did stuff, you know, and that's the problem with, and we talked about this last weekend that the homeowner doesn't have a lot of recourse on these things because there's, you know, when there's a hundred people waiting to buy that brand new construction <laughs> house, you can't sit there and say, well, you told me that the living room was carpet and the dining room and kitchen were tile and you put tile in the whole space. I wanted carpet. And they go, well, we had extra tile. So we just used it there instead of carpet. You if you say no, fix it. They give you that. They, they say you're kicked off the list and you go to the other, go to the next buyer and you're out of house. So it's crazy. You put up the funniest if you're on Around the House Nation. I think you put it on Around the House Nation. It was the Holderness, the Holderness skit. Oh, with the, yes. With the family. And she's, it's the wife and she's being the um, buyer and she's also being the real estate agent. And she's having a conversation like as herself as these two characters. <laughs> and she's basically talking about the environment to buy a house right now. And, and it's hilarious. Like you have to go to Around the House Nation and Eric posted it. And she's basically like, well, you can buy this house all cash, no inspection. And the lady's like, what? What do you mean? I can't do an inspection. She's like, uh-oh, hold on. Let me check with the, 
seller. Oh, we've got 75 bids already. He goes, sorry, are you 50,000? You need to be $50,000 over ask. And she's like, what? I thought like 3,000. She's like, no, no, 50. Oh, that went up to 75. Like, it's great. And so yep. check and out then she, around and that's awesome. Yeah. And Around the House Nation's a closed group. So you can go to the Around the House show, which is our Facebook group. And we have Around the House Nation, which is the closed group that we put stuff over there. And it is so funny because it's so true. I mean, she's on there going, oh, and then you, I think you should send a little love note over to them as well. Saying <laughs> that, but not too aggressive. But it's just like, holy you crap. You need to win them over because they, they, there's an emo, they're an emotional seller. They might be they yeah. might be bought with a with a poem or no, a haiku. They said she might be bought haiku, with a haiku. Haiku, yes. And, and oh, wait a minute. They're asking for you to pay moving across town <laughs> or um, their daughter's first year, first semester year of college. college. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So funny, but so true. So <laughs> check it out over there. It's worth taking a peek at. Hey, speaking of going places, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. You need some boots, I tell you. We're coming into fall. Everybody mm. needs some boots. Uh, what an awesome giveaway. They're really, really great. And they're women's and men's unisex. Mm -hmm. I got to call it saying unisex. I think that's more appropriate. Yep. And um, yep. you have a tie up or you have a slip on boot. And I think they give you the option for the steel toe the or, or not, right? No, soft it's both toe? soft toe. Oh, soft it's all toe soft only. toe. So. Okay. So you have the, you have the, this is their uh, solidifier line. So you've got the soft toe pull on or the soft tail, uh, soft toe uh, lace up. Oh, see how he says it? It says pull on. I say slip on. He's, you know, it's, yeah. it's actually a pull on. He's more accurate. I mean, come on. It's Eric. <laughs> what am I going to uh, do? You know, it's, they're, they're never that easy. You know what I mean? They're never that easy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I say, I think of slip on as like grabbing bedroom slippers where pull on, you got a boot, you got to fight it, right? You know, <laughs> I'll slip those on, you know, <laughs> but anyway, so that's where that is. Well, I wanted to talk to, you know, you and I were chatting about, you know, kids back to school. We're, mm. we're we are into fall now. Parents you know? are happy. And, uh, I mean, my friends are ecstatic. Like I got a call from my friend today and she's like, oh my God, I just went to yoga and I've got free time and I'm going to go to Costco. And they're just so excited. I know it's so sad because, you know, people miss their kids, but a lot of people are really happy that they're back in and <laughs> they've got their parenting time a little away and a break. Some Remember those school zone signs now. Those actually mean something now because the kids are actually back there. Very so be true. careful out there, kids, <laughs> that, uh, you know, parents are not getting used to the school signs yet. So I'm sure the police will be out there and taking their cut on that one. So be careful, all mm -hmm. you drivers out there heading in the morning and heading around in the afternoon that uh, watch those school signs. But we were going to talk a little bit about, you know, it's that time of year and, you know, so many things happen. You know, my kids are out of the house now, but when it came to school time, there was always the pile by the front door because <laughs> kids come in, they kick off the shoes, they drop the backpack and the, the jacket, the, backpack, the book, and off they run. <laughs> and I think with the pandemic, you didn't have kids really worried about going out and all that stuff happened. So I think the closets got a little more packed up than normal. Mm. And, you know, we, we weren't thinking about what people were wearing so much in 2020. Yeah. You know, and everybody was Zoom calling and sweatpants in it and, and T-shirts. And all of a sudden now you're thinking a little bit more about, well, does that jacket even fit? Because they haven't had to go out to wear it to school in two years. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but also thinking about when they come back. 
now people are more conscious because they're aware that, you know, they're around other kids and they're worried about spreading the flu and COVID. So where do those jackets go? Where do you put those shoes when you come in? So I think the whole cubby system, like, you know, where a lot of people have that cubby when you come in the front door, I think that's going to become, I think, a a staple feature that most people are going to want to have now, you know, just to separate things. Be interesting. I think that's smart. I think it's smart because you can keep it there right by the front door. You've kind of got it, you know, a place where when the kids go to school, you can wipe that cubby down and and sanitize it and get it clean for the next day. And you can kind of keep many, many of those things at least closer to the front door versus dragging it, you know, all around the house and all that stuff going back into the bedroom because you just never know if that's got the the cold bug, the flu bug or something worse coming in with those kids stuff. And a lot of people put that in the mudroom. Like I noticed like, you know, maybe not the front door, the foyer entrance, but they'll put it in a mudroom or side door that comes in from the garage. Um, a lot of people will build them in. And, I, and I've seen a lot of nice cubby systems. I've always wanted one and I just, I've never had one in a mudroom. So they're nice. I like those in the mudroom because it's out of the way. You're not seeing the, the, as I call it, crap and clutter. You know, you're not worried about the, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? The backpacks, the yeah. books, all the stuff gets junked around and it's not the, the decorative inviting entryway when you come in, you know, for more of a, of a, a more decorative entrance. So it's kind of nice to have it in that secondary entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too is, is, you know, it's also the good place to put the shoes and that stuff because you want your kids dropping those shoes off the door since they just came off maybe the, the school bus or the school, any of that clothes they can drop by there. Aren't they better off on the healthy home side of things, Carolyn? Yeah, I don't even like the shoes coming in. So to me, I think a garage is the perfect place for like shoe zone, as I call it. You know, you want something where you can put the stuff that's not going to be tracked in. Um, so anything, I mean, a mudroom would probably be good. But again, I I would prefer if you have an attached garage when you come in that back door, you build something in there where you can do all your shoes and, you know, it looks organized and you don't have everything thrown around. To me, that's helpful. Yeah. And if you can get away with it, you can. It's hard in my area, especially on the, on the, on the Western side of, you know, Oregon and Washington where I'm at, because those unconditioned spaces in our fall and winter rains that we have so many times, because I've tried this before with my kids as they'd come home and they'd, they'd, they'd hang up the cubbies or in the garage, they'd hang the jacket up there. And the problem is they'd come in and just, just from it being wet the day before, they hang it up in the morning. They go to put it on, and it's cold and wet again. It's still it hasn't wet. Hasn't had a chance to dry out. So that sucks. It's tough, Going to school you know? in, a, in a wet jacket. That just that's yeah. And, <laughs> and and then uh, after you know a week of that, it starts to get a little bit of stink, stank, stunk to it. If you know funk. what I mean, <laughs> a little funk. Oh yeah, you know, and that's not healthy. So you know, it's different in every part of the country, but uh, out here where I'm at, you got to be really careful with that stuff because it can be. Um, it can be kind of a catch 22 with that, but you know, there's other things that you can do though, to keep that, you know, you can, you can throw that in the dryer for a minute and, you know, let the dryer get things heat hot enough to, to sanitize that. You know, I've got a, uh, I've got that LG styler that you can put jackets in for instance, and it'll steam them. Yeah. That's cool. Which, right. That's a very cool concept. Yeah. And so it'll steam them and it sanitizes it. So, you know, you can take that, that jacket and throw it in there. I mean, I could even throw a suit jacket in there and uh, get back from a conference or something and throw a jacket in there and it'll steam it and be fine. So it's, it's cool how that technology is, is better for those kind of things. 
Yeah, no doubt. I was looking at that. He has the stackable unit. It's the, um, what's it called, Eric? There's a name for it where you have the unit on top, but it's very specialized because I wanted to get just one particular component because I only needed a washer, but you had a, it's, it, you got to get both with your concept there. Yeah. So, cause I, I, I didn't want to take up too much floor space because we moved my, um, here's the thing we moved when we moved into the house, the washer and dryer were in the, were in the kitchen. Right. So we, we moved them outside, you know? And so I bought, or I didn't buy, but we got the wash tower from, from wash LG. tower. That's it. The wa- yeah. You guys have to check this thing out. It is pretty awesome. It's got, you know, it's a front loader, but it's a tower. So you got to have room for it. You got to be able to go up and down. Like in my case, I don't, but, um, so I yeah. have to go side by side, but it is, if you can go and you've got height, this thing is, it's kick ass. Can I say that? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And here's, what's cool about it. This is what I liked about it is that, you know, when you typically take a front load washer and dryer that are separate and stack them on top, the dryer controls are always like six feet high. Mm-hmm. And so they're always at the top. Well, this, co- this unit combines them and LG's pushing this hard on TV. So I'm sure you've seen it if you're watching network television out there, but the controls are right at three foot high. So it's great for kids to run. You know, it's, it's a good system that way. And, um, you know, we'll talk more about washer and dryers this weekend. And that's great for that. But I also by LG have what they call their styler. That's another Mm -hmm. unit. And what this is, is you got to think about it. It's like a 18 inch wide refrigerator is what it looks like. And it goes up in your bedroom, your master closet, wherever. And it's about six feet high, 18 inches wide. And you can hang up your dress clothes in it, or you can put blankets in there. It will heat them. It will dry them Hmm. and it will sanitize them. So you can actually go in there with blankets. This is what I like for the winter time. You can put blankets in there, come in from a cold day. You can heat up a blanket like in the hospital and put it in there. And then you can pull out the heated blanket. I just like so that you, you can, can like, so say something gets funky. Like I hate, I, I clean all my blankets and I put them away. Right. But then when you, by the time you have an extra guest or something, you pull the thing out and it, you feel like it's just like kind of funk, you know, it's not, it's not yeah. dirty, but it's been in this closet and it's not really uh, fresh. So, I mean, can you throw that in there and then give it to your guest? Yeah, like, hey. that's the cool part. And so this isn't another one of those things like my washer that's certified asthma and allergy friendly because it'll kill those dust mites and stuff. So you can actually throw that in there and hit the refresh button and it steams it. And then what it does is it dries it out. So it doesn't hit it with with hot air. It steams it and then it uses basically um, a dehumidifier technology to suck the moisture back out of it. So this is the thing, the LG Styler Steam Clothing Care System. It looks like a giant yep. locker. It's like big. I mean, this it thing, does. This yeah. thing's not cheap. It's around it's around $1200 and yeah. wow, you can hang all kinds of things. Now that runs on a basic a 110 or what is that running on for yep, power? Yeah, just plugs into the outlet. So Yeah. I love that thing. And so I've got the one that's got the mirror front on it. That's cool. But that's cool. I like uh, that. So it has multi-purpose. You know, it's not this locker. Yeah, you can use it as a mirror. Like, yeah, you can get dressed and it takes place of that mirror that you, that full length mirror when you're getting ready. Wait, so this this thing's Wi-Fi enabled too? It says it's Wi-Fi enabled. I can turn on my phone. Dang. What I like about it is it tells me on my phone when it's done. So you can be getting ready and you're not going, how many more minutes are left? How many more minutes? I, 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 we got to hit the road in 15 minutes. And I can look down and go, okay, cool. It's done in 12. I want LG on. We got to get them on. I want a styler. Yep. 
Yeah, those things are cool. I've it decided. Is, LG, awesome. um, a call out, shout out. I need a styler. Hello. <laughs> I'll give him a ring. I'll give him a ring. Well, one thing we were talking about that we're not going to get to that we didn't get to in Saturday's show is I wanted to talk about garbage disposals for a minute because we have an epic show coming up this weekend on Saturday where we're going to be talking about appliance maintenance. And then uh, our number two, we've got Andrew, Andrew Guido coming on. And this is going to be a fun one. Andrew Guido. Yep. Yo. <laughs> so we'll be talking to him. Uh, he's got earth homes and uh, we're going to be talking some really cool stuff about uh, building houses and, and, and some of the things you can do to uh, keep that house a little bit healthier. So it's, it's a fascinating conversation. It was one of my favorite interviews we've done in a long time. So that's going to be great. But one thing we don't get to is garbage disposal. So I wanted to chit chat about that for a minute because this is, you know, you think about it over the holidays, it's that thing that everybody fights over, right? Because it doesn't matter. Maybe the mother-in-law comes over or the uncle comes over or whoever it is. And they take that perfectly good garbage disposal and somehow they figure how to jam the dang thing up. Do you have, see, I don't have one. Do you have a garbage disposal? Uh, see, I have one. Yep. Oh, yep, see, I do. Aren't they, aren't they, I always thought they were kind of on the out. Like people stopped, I mean, people stopped using them. Are they still really, like people oh, choose yeah. them for yeah, kitchen? Yeah, they're, they're as hot as ever. They're kind of nasty. I mean, trash compactors are out, but they're they're as hot as ever. Really? You know? See? See, so, I learned stuff. I don't know. Yeah. They're kind of nasty, so some like of throwing this- food down there. Like, oh, let me throw some fish and nasty vegetables. Well, but that's the thing. So here's the things that you don't want to put down there, okay? <laughs> let me check. Let me hit the le- list. Exactly. So coffee grounds, really bad idea. <laughs> Grease, eggshells. Okay. I'm going to actually, let's start this list over. Here are the things that you will call a plumber if you send these down your garbage disposal. So you have the coffee grounds, the grease, eggshells, onion skins, potato peels, uh, bones, bones, which could be fish. I was going to say bones. Yeah. Celery, pasta, paint. Paint. Oatmeal. What? Paint? Yeah. Someone puts paint in their garbage disposal? Come Think on, about people. how many people clean out it. their painting. Well, how many people clean out their painting stuff oh my God. in the sink, right? I just used my latex paint. I I was washing, you know, I was painting my, my, let's say they were painting a bedroom or putting up that accent wall. Where do they go do that? They go in the kitchen because you've got this big kind of utility sink, right? So they go in there and they pick the side with the garbage disposal and they start doing over there and the oh paint my. gets built up in there. Oh my God. So what's the, what's the downside to that? Does it jam it? I mean, what does it, yeah, you, well, if it gets in there and dries it, now you've got a paint, you can just jam it up in there. Yeah. Uh, the other one is that it, you got to watch out with those expandable foods like oatmeal and rice. You know what I mean? Those are bad. <laughs> it sounds Nuts. like you can't put anything in this thing. So just don't get yeah. one. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> just forget it. I'm like, this sounds yeah, like a plane wreck. Uh, pumpkins and fibrous veggies and corn husks. Well, the wheels came off the bus. This exactly. Exactly. Right. You just can't. You just can't do that. You know. No it's corn. Just, but, no corn. No. I mean, you can't do any of that. What a pointless appliance. I'm sorry. I just have to- <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Done. No wonder I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> really? You know, the secret though is really is to 
always run cold water through it because you don't want to take any grease and like reliquify it. You want it to be kind of solid when it goes through there. And then just run that water about 15 seconds after you turn it off and you're done with it just to rinse it down through there. So that's going to be your secret to a garbage disposal working correctly. Now, if you're on a septic tank, I'll be honest, I don't recommend them, but there are ones that are septic tank certified that do grind the stuff up a little bit more, but you're just putting more solids in there. So I would, I would tend to not do that. Maybe that's why I have septic. So that could be an issue, right? See, there you go right there. I would not do it. I mean, I have a really good garbage disposal. I love that thing. It's awesome. It's quiet. Um, I don't think you can ever jam it up without really being reckless with it. But uh, at the same time, <laughs> Eric hasn't had know. me over recently. <laughs> ah, there stuff. we go. We're going to come over and just throw some stuff down there at your house. Just, like, <laughs> you be jamming down here. Let's put some <laughs> potato skins, onion skins, <laughs> eggshells and bones down in there. <laughs> throw some chicken bones. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was so funny. I'm sorry. Ah, have a top cruise. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the, then you'll have to use this tool to get it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> how do you actually, like, is there a, ma- like, how do you service a garbage disposal? I mean, say you do have a problem or is there maintenance you have to do to it continuously? Yeah, you just want to make sure it's cleaned up in there. You know, I actually run, you know, um, we usually have cocktail night once a week. So there's lemons and limes and those kind of things. <laughs> oh so my. I actually run my my fruit through there, like the the skins for that, because they the acid, citric acid really cleans it up. That sounds um, like not a good plan, man. It actually works well. The other thing you can use is ice. Ice a does lime? a great job in there. A lime yeah, like I'll run hard. Like a, yeah, they are. Mine chews it up, no problem. Oh so, and you're worried about paint? No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I got the, I got the, uh, I got the, the Fargo movie wood chipper type, you know. So oh it, you can throw anything in there, but <laughs> so you can throw anything in there. But the cool part with that is you can do that. They also make there's a lot of great cleaners out there that you can put in there that refresh and and clean. So they take these little little tablets that are like that have citric acid and stuff in there and you can drop those in and they've got like a lemon scent and they work pretty well too. So there's like your different ways to do it. Eric's real into the enzyme. Like do not clean your dishes before you put them in your dishwasher. That's like key. We'll be talking about that (laughs) on Saturday. So don't be giving too much of the show. I'm sorry. (laughs) Tune in to hear about your dishwasher. Absolutely. We're going to, we're going to solve that dishwasher debate and the front load washing machine debate between you and I this weekend. So that'll be the good one. You don't want to miss it. All right, Caroline, anything else we want to add to this before we call this a midweek special? Nah, you guys have a good week though. Hang loose and sign visit up for us boots. On- sign yeah. up for boots. Oh yeah. Sign up for boots and visit us on Saturday. We'll, we'll be back with more. Right. And now if you're listening to us on the radio and you catch us on the podcast, there are so many college and high school sports out there. We will, in some markets, be preempted from time to time. Ah. For instance, here in Portland, if you like listening to us on the radio Saturday, you can only stream it because we've got a WSU Cougar game going. So depending on baseball, football, college, whatever, we do get preempted sometimes, but you can always catch it on the podcast where you catch podcasts. That's simple. Caroline, I left her speechless. That's rare. I know. He really did. I don't know what to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> just listen, okay? Just listen to us. Find us. If you can't there find us go. there, find us on Spotify, Apple, anywhere, Google. Just search for us. We're there. Around 31 the other of those. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you're listening to Around, Around the, the House. house. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.